Welcome to Sports Spectrum, the sports and faith podcast that brings Jesus back into the conversation. Here's your host, Jason Romano. Welcome everyone to a throwback Thursday edition of Sports Spectrum's podcast. I'm Jason Romano. Thanks for joining us on the program here today as we look back to a year ago, episode 77 of the Sports Spectrum podcast and an interview we did with legendary Rams wide receiver Isaac Bruce. Now, this interview took place at the Super Bowl in Minneapolis, Super Bowl week, Super Bowl 52 week in Minneapolis at Radio Row, and we had the opportunity to sit down and talk at length with Isaac Bruce, about 25 minutes or so, about his faith, about football, and about him waiting to get that knock, that call to go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And his career was amazing. I mean, he had 1,024 career receptions, 15,000 career receiving yards, 91 touchdowns. I mean, he was a pro bowler for four seasons, won a Super Bowl, played in another, and just really good. The Rams, one of the Rams' great receivers of all time. And isn't it interesting that those Rams are back in the Super Bowl in Atlanta, which is where Kurt Warner and Isaac Bruce and Marshall Falk and that Rams team from 1999 won their first Super Bowl, beating the Titans 23-16. to So we bring back, we revisit our interview with Isaac Bruce to talk about what it was like to play in that Super Bowl. We also hear about his faith journey, and then we talk to him a little bit about what last year's Football Sunday project was about that many churches featured on Seek, Serve, and Surrender, Seeking the Lord, Serving Others, and Surrendering to God. And I left that in there because Isaac's answers are just tremendous, really good stuff here on his faith, Isaac Bruce. Let's throw it back to a year ago, episode 77 of the podcast with Rams wide receiver Isaac Bruce here on the Sports Spectrum Podcast. Take a listen. Let me ask you about growing up, your family, what it was like at the... Let's let's take us to the dinner table. Okay. Is, is Christ a part of that or are you... Are you, you know, not finding really a faith until later in your, your years? Oh, you know what? My, mom, my mother was a pastor mm-hmm. uh, back in Fort Lauderdale. Um, I'm one of uh, 15 children. i uh, got this huge group text going on that we do just about every day. And, and uh, every other text is uh, something based on the Bible. Mm. And, uh, you know, we encourage each other that way. We, uh, we reprove each other that way. And we make sure we stay on track. So in, in my family, uh, my, with my siblings... And from what my wife and, and and I do, as far as our children are concerned, we, we're training them up, training them up in the way that they should go. So, obviously, faith being trained up in the way yeah. you should go is important. Absolutely. Knowing Christ as you're growing up important. But when does Jesus become real to you? When is it your moment when you're like, okay, I get it now? Because it's one thing to have the faith of Absolutely. your parents. Absolutely. It's another thing to make it your own. Absolutely. So when does that happen? Well, I tell you what, I mean. You know, God doesn't have grandkids. He has children. <laughs> That's a great point. So, so therefore, it, there comes a point where he's going to tell your mom, tell your dad, okay, leave him alone now. Mm-hmm. He's mine. He's my son. So um, for me, probably 24, 25 years young okay. is when I really started opening my Bible for myself. Um, I was a millionaire at 21, yeah. but I wasn't fulfilled. Mm. I mean, it wasn't. It, there, was a, there wasn't a fulfilling there until I developed uh, or we started developing a personal relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that's from reading his word, that's from praying to him, and that's from praising him. And uh, I started to grow. Um, I always like to say change is inevitable, 
and growth is optional. So as children of God, we have an opportunity to use his word and to grow up. Mm. So you say you're 24, 25 years young, as they say. Yeah. That means you're in the NFL. Yeah. So is, give me an idea of who might have been a mentor to you, somebody that kind of walked with you in that faith walk and kind of showed you the way maybe. Something in, in, that, in essence in that locker room that just kind of said, oh, okay, I got I to gotta start getting a little more serious about this. Well, sometimes, you know, I had a guy by the name of Jackie Slater. He was a, a great mentor in my locker room. And, and sometimes, you know, people like him retire. So therefore, you know, it can be chaotic without the right leaders. Mm. And um, you can fall into that, 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 that bad way of doing things. And um, I, was, I was no different. Um, I saw things that shouldn't have been going on that was going on, participated in some of it. But then you have that moment. You always have that inkling, that small voice that says, <clears throat> you know what, Isaac, I love you. Yeah. I got better for you. This is only a part of you. This, this isn't your life. And uh, you listen and you start answering back. And, you know, it starts pulling you back to the word of God. And that's what happened to me. So you, you, you're, now you become the Jackie Slater in yeah. the locker room. Right. You start sharing your faith with other people. And it's amazing how God just opens his word, not up only to me, but to the other people that you're sharing it with. Take me to Kurt Warner coming to this team in 1999 and the impact that he had, obviously, on the team and on the field, but he had on your life personally. This is a guy who was out front and out. You were a very quiet guy, if I remember, when you played. It wasn't a whole lot of... No, I just didn't have a lot of microphones in my face. Well, there's that, too. So, but Kurt Warner did, because he's the quarterback, right? Uh So he's out there praising God and speaking about Jesus, and people are like, whoa, this guy is is very bold in his faith. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you were, too, at this time. But talk about when Kurt came to the team and what that meant in the locker room more than on the field. Well, when he first came, I mean, I was just like everyone else. I mean, he he was just a jag. Mm -hmm. You know, we just call him just another guy. Yeah. And, um, you know, we we really didn't start uh, to see what Kurt can do until Trent Green went down. And, you know, it's funny because... You know, sometimes God starts putting you in a position to start preparing you for something that's great. And I believe Kurt was in that that position, you know, from arena football to being uh, with the Green Bay Packers, getting released by them, coming to us, and really not having a fruitful season his first year with us. And then, bam, you're you're pressed right into the forefront. So I think he handled it very well. Um, I think his stance really benefited others, and not only himself. And, you know, I just seen him in a hotel a second ago. So, you know, that friendship that we forged is still alive and well. Yeah, that's really great to see. Now, Super Bowl 34, it's cold, it's icy, it's Atlanta, Georgia, and you're in the Georgia Dome, and it's one of the most exciting Super Bowls ever. Mm -hmm. And you catch a touchdown with two minutes to go to win the game for the Rams. Now, there's obviously the Steve McNair play and the stop at the end, but the Rams get their first Super Bowl. We're at Super Bowl week. So what's this week like in your mind when you play? And you obviously played in Super Bowl 36 against Tom Brady. So what's this week like just preparing compared to, say, a regular week? Or was it? were you able to keep it a regular week? You know what? We did our best. Our coaches did our best, did their best to make sure that it was um, everything was the same. I mean, obviously, we're, we're, we're practicing and preparing in, in different cities. Um, but as a player, uh, a player like myself, I tried to make sure that I didn't enjoy it too much, man, because, yeah. you know, something huge was at stake. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's the ring, it's the Super Bowl that every player that comes into this league is trying to get to. And I know guys personally, my coaches, 
who played 16 plus years and never got to that moment. So yeah. I don't want to mess around and, and uh, do something stupid or uh, really not enjoy the moment, but I want to win. And uh, that's what we were there for. So that part of it, uh, it was big on, on, the, on the front of my mind. Or it, was, it was on the front of my teammates' mind. And uh, in Super Bowl 34, we got the job done. What memory sticks out from that game? I, besides the catch and the touchdown, but maybe away from the field, just the moment oh, yeah. that day, what sticks out? You know, those moments stick out more than just being on the field. Yeah. Um, you know, just being on charter buses, uh, on the plane. Um, I remember specifically being uh, sitting next to Keith Lyle, who was drafted in 1994 with myself, mm. and we're singing this song. You know, we got the bus rocking, we're <laughs> singing, and uh, we kind of egg everybody on, and they start singing with us. Moments like that. And then after that, flying back to St. Louis from Atlanta, uh, the pilot kind of winked at Nashville, you know, with the plane. He kind of leaned it, and I thought that was cool, too. So show a little respect for the Titans and, and their great season that they had. Yeah, what, a, what an unbelievable season that year was for both the Rams and the Titans. We're talking to Isaac Bruce here on Sports Spectrum. And, Isaac, I, I want to ask you because part of what Sports Spectrum is, and you were actually on the cover, mm -hmm. we just saw, the 1996 edition of Sports Spectrum, which is pretty neat. But what we've been doing is producing this thing called Football Sunday. So 2,000 churches on Sunday are going to see Football Sunday, which is basically a sermon replacement. And the theme is seek, serve, surrender. So I want to talk about those three things with you as a believer in Christ and what they mean to you. So let's start with seek, seeking Christ. Well, I think the seeking part is, you know, it kind of it goes along with uh, study to show yourself approved. I think um, as a believer, and we know that the water is like water, um, it feeds us. It feeds our souls. Yeah. It anchors our souls. And it's our responsibility, our privilege to study God's Word. Mm. Um, we're, we're in a country where we have what we would call freedom of speech. We have freedom of religion. Yes. And have that opportunity to get in God's Word, study, and be able to show people through your obedience or your believing of what God said, that this word can work for you as well. How about surrender? What that means to surrender to Christ? <laughs> to me, I mean, that correlates right with being holy, the holiness of it. The Bible says that Christ has been made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, which is holiness, and redemption. So therefore, you know, we're holy because he's holy. So we don't have to tap dance to become holy. We just believe that he's holy. We take his holiness, apply it to our life. Now, what is holiness? Holiness is being uh, surrendering to God and his word. Mm. Now, when you read his word and he says that uh, you're a king and a priest, you, you must say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be, I'm going to continue and I'm going to agree with what God said about me. I'm a king and a priest. So therefore, that's, to me, that's holiness. What about serving? I know your foundation is a big part of your life and obviously serving the community and serving others. But what about serving Christ? Well, you know what? He's a great example. He said that the greatest among you would be the, the servant of all of you. So therefore, um, being able to go out and emulate our big brother, our savior, um, our defender, the one that protects us, you know, that's what we're called to do. So we're, we're actually emulating his, his ability and what he's currently doing right now in heaven. He's seated at the right hand of the father, but his garment, he's still wearing servant garments. So therefore, you know, following him and following him as his example is what we're here to do. This is our last question. We ask this to a lot of our guests on the podcast, and I'll just ask you straight out. What are you learning from the Lord right now? What is God teaching you during this time, this season that you're in? Oh, man. It, um, it's funny you ask. I was just in the room, and I was studying about, uh, he said he will raise up fishers 
He will raise up fishers. He will raise up hunters. So the gathering of the, the Hebrew Israelites from all the places where he scattered them, he will call them in. So I'm studying that. I'm studying who the, the, the true Hebrew Israelites are and that gathering. It says that that second exodus will be so great that we will never mention the first exodus out of Egypt again. So I'm excited about that. And that was Isaac Bruce from last year, taped that in early February 2018 in, in Minneapolis, getting ready for the Super Bowl last year between the Patriots and the Eagles. Of course, this year the Patriots are back in the Super Bowl, three straight years, first team to do that since the Buffalo Bills in the early 90s, and they're facing the Rams, a very young Rams team that is in the Super Bowl for the first time since last facing the Patriots in that dynasty that began Tom Brady and Bill Belichick back in the 2001 season in February of 2002. It'll be an interesting game, and Sports Spectrum will be there in Atlanta next week getting interviews, talking to players from both teams, talking to many different players and celebrities in the NFL about the Super Bowl. We'll be there. Look forward to seeing you there as well. If you're listening to this and you happen to be in Atlanta and you see us, come by, say hello. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time right here on Sports Spectrum. Brand new episode coming tomorrow. You don't want to miss it. Have a great rest of your day.